it tight in a bow, wrap it around an arrow on a letter still design, praying when Cupid finds that it hits your love below. I'm waiting in the clouds, partying all alone. I wish that you would join, I even built you a throne. A king is not a king with no queen to support his dreams. So meet me in the slumber, I'll be waiting by the swings on the playground. And if you stay around, I just might do something to make you want to take down. My phone number, girl, so hurry if you wait around. Then I'll be sitting in my room with the same frown. Come on and stay tonight, and we can play until it's daylight. Go grab your cars and we can play life. And when the summer in this May lie, yeah. Bienvenidos, welcome. Yes, let's make that louder. <laughs> <laughs> That's our man, Mike. DJ Mike Phillips on the, I can't on say the production back I there. I can't say yay production. It's yay production. It's just Mike today. It's just Mike. But we're going to soldier through without yes, yes. That Nick tonight. My name's Ian Taranji. I am your co-host for DC TVD. We're here on another Thursday night, right on time, as always. I'm here with... The beautiful, the lovely, <laughs> Miss Michelle Bush. Good evening, everybody. Yes, it's Michelle. good to be back with my boys. It is good to have you back. It yeah. is good to have you back. And as always, as always, my good friend, Mr. Marcus K. Dowling. Hey, hey. Marcus with a C. K. D O W L I N G. Dowling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know how to spell around here. Yeah. You know, do yeah. stuff. Sometimes. <laughs> We've got uh, a pretty, a pretty well-packed show tonight. We're gonna. I, th- I figured this is a good week because. Because news changes every damn minute. Oh, because news changes every damn minute, and and to be sure, we you know we 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 called we called an audible at the line of scrimmage tonight. Uh, we're but we do this every week, though. At we this do point. do this. We do yeah. do this. Because clearly, every week. I'm, as we're on our way here, I'm sending a text. Yeah. And <laughs> no, I mean, so I mean, do we want to start with the first topic? Because well, every week, I, I feel like, I feel like every week I, I I sit there and I'm like, okay, this is the week we can sit down and really dig into a topic, really do like a think piece, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Pruitt resigned. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Right, well, I said that one. <laughs> I know. I know like great. you just said that Pruitt resigned. So we, so because we, because so it literally that's how it came up on my phone. So we, so we called an audible. We're gonna play uh, tonight. We're gonna play. I'm gonna call this game "Count the Silverware." No. Yes. <laughs> our favorite, our favorite Scott Pruitt scandals. Uh, the man is a common grifter and um, got his just rewards today when he was, uh, I suspect, told. To, to get, step down. To get out. But <laughs> Where did he come from before this? I forgot. I think he was like attorney general of Oklahoma or something. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So he had a fluff job. Yeah. I think my, my one take on this initially is that we're at this place where we're starting to see like just how, how small the pool is in yeah. the Republican Party and in the conservative ranks for people to hold these positions. Right. This is, is the funny thing. The Democratic Party is full of people who are career politicians and career government employees mm-hmm. who could hold these positions. Democrats so, can run a government. Right. You have like like if 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 Hillary won, and she wouldn't have had this problem because she has like, you know, like thirty seven in a million people who can hold government offices and Correct. understand like, you know, the lay of the land of being like career politicians. Correct. The conservatives don't really have that. The Republican Party, not exactly like, you know, up up to date with not a people pro- who are able to, you know, like hold certain, you know, high-level cabinet positions. Not a pro-government party. Mm-mm. So it makes sense that they have people who suck at government. Right. And, the uh, pool, and the pool is very small. Like, yes. I'm, I'm feeling like it's, you know, no offense to anybody that's lived in a trailer park, but it's that little pool that you would see in the back. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say it's like the kiddie pool that, like, little kids pee in. Uh, that too, honey. I'm a former lifeguard. Yeah, that 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 could be true. Uh, but no, it's it's just fascinating. Like yeah. his his so scandals. That that article that you passed around about the scandals is so good. Yeah, yeah, so good. It's so like prescient. <laughs> it's right on. It's right on. Well, I mean, the man has had so many. So we're gonna play a little later on in the show. We're gonna play our favorite Scott Pruitt scandal. Yes. 
There's a lot of them. There's the $50 a night condo. There's the uh, trolling trolling okay. to try to get a Chick-fil-A franchise. For your wife. I mean, that's, that's the best. <laughs> Here, boo, this is for you. Like, like if we were married booth. and I offered you a Chick-fil-A franchise. Well, honey. That's better than a diamond. That's better than a diamond right there. Just say it. That's the gift that keeps on giving, babe. That's Chick-fil-A why, is That's forever. why I didn't wear my jewelry tonight. <laughs> I'm waiting on that Chick-a-fella. Chick-a-fella. Let me get that. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I'm not the biggest fan of Chick-fil-A. There's like two like things you. on the menu. I like the waffle fries. Right. Love the waffle but fries. Speaking of waffle fries, Kwame uh, Owashi yes. has a new uh, waffle fry recipe down at uh, oh, really? Kith and Kit. Oh, he does. We're going to have to go down there. But I think that has to happen. Yeah, but then, and I like the... Um, How about a live, can we do a live remote? We could. I don't think Kwame has a problem with <laughs> no, that. No, Kwame would be good with that. Um, it's love. What is the, what is, it's the lemonade, like the lemonade yeah, the milkshade? Uh, yeah, like the lemonade, like... I just want to... Drink. Yeah, I just yeah. want to pour some liquor yeah. in it. But that's like the only thing I like from Chick-fil-A. I like their spicy chicken sandwich. It's really good. Yeah. And like, the Hawaiian sauce is good, too. I like Wendy's chicken sandwich. Better. But like, if you I buy like me Wendy's. one, boo. Okay. All right, I got you. And yeah. mine will be open on Sundays for the Baptist. <laughs> 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 Brunch at, at my Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Bloody Mary's. Yes. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. We're also going to talk tonight um, about... Some new potential noise ordinances that could go into effect Damn, in DC, DC, and that's going to be that could be some crazy shit. <sighs> considering that there are noisy events in the District of Columbia, yeah. that yeah. Uh, yeah. That how about continue. the Metro? Yeah, seventy-eight decibels. Just doors opening. Yeah, doors closing. Yeah, <laughs> under just under the the eighty decibel limit that we're trying to set this up to now, because it Dun- was at fi- it was at fifty-five. Wow. Yeah, stop wow. requested. What a world! What a world we live in, and I and I definitely w- and, and and I want to do because last week was seemingly for a lot of like liberals and progressives like a really really difficult week, and so I really want to kind of talk about the 2018 election that's coming up. Sort of a where are we? Where is what? What is the landscape? What do we think is going to happen? What would we like to see happen? What should happen? And kind of how. Um, how do we go about sort of instituting some check on on the Trump presidency? Um, how much of a referendum on Trump will this election be? I suspect a lot, um, but uh, but we'll but we'll get into that. But before we do that, Michelle, we're happy to have you back. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, you know, you got you got all love here at DC TV. You got all love here at One Love Massive. Thank you. Thank all you. over of the course, district. Bro. All you over know. the district. We missed you last week. Thank you. I um, I can't go into you know too much uh, detail. Those that know know. Um, those that don't know, I just ask for prayers and positive vibes. Um, I will say this: that I am heartbroken. Um, by DC and by the violence because I am now a victim mm. and um, the calls, the text messages, just everything has just been totally wonderful. Um, I'm getting better as my nose is <laughs> uh, starting to run a little bit. Um, it's going to take some time. And I just have to, you know, continue to to fight on. Um, some people have made sense of a lot of what has happened. I'm not going to take up too much time. And, you know, I am a victim. I will be the victor. Of course. In all yeah. of this. Um, Mama didn't raise no fool. Boom. Thank you. Appreciate it. Production not only runs the lights, they hand me tissues. <laughs> um, and... You know, conversations with 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 my circle. I have a, a very tight circle, um, and I I tell people I'm I'm more I'm grateful for my circle because they are my family. Um, DC has beat me down, and I continue to to fight, and I continue to try to make sense of it all. Um, what has happened to me makes no sense to me, and so. I'm still going to run my mouth up here on DCTBD. I am still going to post the things that I post because I want people to know what is going on in this city. But I am going to fight for.
for myself just a little bit harder. As one should do. And, you know, just positive vibes. People kept asking me, what can I do for you? What can I send you? What do you want? So I want the expensive drinks, the J-R-I. <laughs> so anybody that wants to send me some. Something with a little Alizé in it. Rod, baby, I can't drink that Alizé. I'm on, I'm on narcotics. <laughs> Not going to have me out that's, here. That's the best time to drink it. Oh, my goodness. I don't, I don't even know the last time I even saw some Alizé. But, yeah, so I just appreciate, you know, everybody around me. And well, you got, you got all the positive vibes. You got all the prayers, so all, the, all the good thoughts. Yeah. Everything right I here. Need, I need all, all of here. that because, you know, um, my, my days are, the nights are, are the hardest. The nights are the hardest. So, but anyway, we're, you know, just thank you, everybody. Yeah, I really well, appreciate good, it. Good, good, good. good and up. we're going to roll right into. Let's roll into it. Let's, let's get into let's, it. Let's get in it because Scott and pissed some people off today. Well. They said his resignation <laughs> letter was one full of the books. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it is. It is. Well, all right, let's jumble it around. Let's let's start with Scott Pruitt. Yeah. Our uh, now former EPA administrator, who is basically the head of the EPA. Um, I feel like I'm at McCumbo's Lounge. Yeah. When the, <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> the light's little, over here. I love it. I love it. In the we low need a light that spins. In the low ceiling. <laughs> you, you guys thought about a disco ball right here? Mike? Oh, my God. Mike is not paying us any attention. Mike is making me pretty on screen. No, so I mean, let's definitely let's, let's get so, into it. Yeah. All right, let's play Count the Silverware. Honey. All right, Michelle, your favorite Scott Pruitt scandal. Um, Definitely the, the, the 55, I was going to say the $55 motel. Um, $55 motel. motel. <laughs> the $50. Um, a night. A night. Rental, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we know that senators and, and and congressmen, like we know, they're literally piled up. What was the show that came on Amazon? I don't even know if they did like two seasons. Alpha House, right? Oh, Where yeah. it was a John Goodman yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, and I mean, these guys are. It was four of them <laughs> living in this one townhouse on Capitol Hill. Yeah, and so you just mean to tell me it's just like. Did you know this person? Did they just say, hey, let's just charge off the books $50, $50 a night? You know, just have something nominally on the books. So I think well, that's going to be the new T-shirt, the Scott, like, Scott, Scott Pruitt. I feel like you're burying the lead on that because his landlord, right. the $50 a night condo, is an energy lobbyist. Correct. Right. I mean, but that's... An energy lobbyist who's basically giving him free... Lodging to 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 vote it to vote in my way to make sure my pockets are laced I mean, and, I, and is, yours are going to be laced too. I mean, you know what word I'm going to say? Collusion. There it is. Right. I mean, that's all it is. Like <laughs> it's so good to be back. The level of corruption in 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 the Trump administration has reached an, a, staggering another high. It like we staggering. you th you didn't think it could get any higher than it was six days ago. Yeah. Please. When we this were, you know, just day. like willfully, like, you know, we, we were just willfully saying that, you know, minor, you know, like immigrants can't, you know, come across the border. And we were just going to separate, you know, children from their, their, their parents. Yeah. We thought that was a pretty bad level of like, you know, just a abject corruption. Now we've hit, yeah, the guy just has $50 a night rooms just available to Capitol Hill. Mm -hmm. And you just guys saw, I presume you saw the video of the woman with her child. Uh, I think <laughs> I was the first to post it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Went up to him at, I think he was at Teaism in Penn. Yes, he Quarter. was at Teaism. And, and she was like, I'm here with my son, and he loves... Um, bunny rabbits and outdoors, and he thinks you should resign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, <laughs> like what what kind like, of a nation wow. do we live in right now? I mean, for me, and her husband's recording it, and he's just sitting there, and I think he realizes he's on video. And he, he can't really say anything. He can't argue with this woman, and so he just sits there and looks her in well, the I face mean, we, while we, she's telling him, "Your scandals are going to drive you out. You're going to be out of a job. Well, this You're going to be homeless, be living under a bridge. Why are you?" <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that, that was good. That was good. But out of all, do we think this is the best one out of all the videos? Betsy DeVos trying to get into um, the school down in Southwest, yeah. and they block the back door. Of course, it's um, like <laughs> <laughs> um, Scott Pruitt at, at T. Right. Uh, what's her name? Kristen down at Nielsen at Kristen yeah. Nielsen MXDC, down the street. MXDC. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, I we'll, think that's my favorite one. We'll, I think we'll that's it, my favorite. I mean, they she ran got her. shunned. 
they ran her up out of there. Like, oh yeah, and then like, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah. Just, oh, just basically, Red basically Hen. were like, yeah, Red just Hen. go, just go. Oh, that was the just best sleep. Twitter uh, Twitter feed because Red Hen DC. Right. It's like we're not the same. <laughs> we're yeah. not the same. Like yeah. went in on it. It's it's wild. So I mean, for me, it was the 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 Chick Fil A because the Chick Fil A is just so <laughs> ridiculous. It's like, okay, so so wife, this is my, this is let's 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 get it out there. Get my wife a Chick Fil A. Right. Franchise, That's yeah. What yeah he, so, angle try to get a Chick-fil-A here's the here's the problem with like bringing up bringing like Oklahoma new money to Capitol Hill. <laughs> that's all this is. This is like this Damn. is like a level of like the Beverly Hillbillies yeah. that's happening right now. That is a new regime yep. right there. Right, yeah. like that, that's wow. what it is. It's the Beverly Hillbillies. This is what we're the like Oklahoma, dealing with. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma new money. New money. Like you know, he's like, hey, I got some Hillbilly. money. I got influence, <laughs> and I could. I know the, style. Right, I know the head of Chick Fil A. <laughs> I just got his card, <laughs> so I'm gonna give him a call and say, hey, brother, just met you. <laughs> Here's my resume. And we have not been drinking, everybody. No, it's really, this is really what's going on. This, like, this is from Calabash. Like, this is real. Like, Here's my it, resume in PDF. Right. That's what's going on. Like, the White House knows about some PDFs right now. Yeah, it's Oklahoma <laughs> new money. This is. is the Beverly Hillbillies level of politics. Yeah. That I want to know reached. where this guy sits at the, the OKC games. Oh, he's he's right at he's right at half he's right at half yeah, court. I'm sure. He's ha- is he half court or is he hiding up in the? No, in no the he's half energy court. Energy money is he's, paying for nice. He's seats. half court, okay. like five rows up. Yeah. With the with the the special delivery to the seat, like he's good. Are we sure he's not in a box somewhere? No, 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 no. no. He's, he's got to be on the floor. He's got to be on the floor. You got to be on the floor. You got to get those seats. So my favorite, um, I actually have two that are that are that are favorites of mine. The forty-three thousand dollars soundproof phone booth. Well, um, because for, I mean, you know, when when, when you say a forty-three, the, the EPA administrator has purchased a forty-three thousand dollars soundproof phone booth for his office. What everybody immediately thinks is forty-three thousand dollars. My God, the the word that hits me is soundproof. What is he hiding? What is he trying to hide by speaking in a soundproof? Does he think that his office is bugged? He knows his office knows is bugged. Uh, hello, this is the Trump administration. <laughs> oh you Lord. know going in that your office is bugged. This no. is, again, Watergate. <laughs> so, so, and then the second <laughs> one, the second one um, is, his office is, is bugged. he had to fly first class because... He felt like he got yelled at too much when oh, he was flying please. coach by the riffraff who told him you should maybe enforce clean air and clean water standards I mean, instead, I of, think instead that of rolling them back. And he did not like having to defend himself um, in with among the riffraff in coach. <laughs> so he had the government start paying for his first class. I'm thinking that the major issue there is that, like, you you you're dealing okay. So like my major issue with with Scott Pruitt is climate change is the most frightening issue facing the world right now. Like For we sure. are we are boiling in our, Every, our everything is melting. We are boiling in our flesh suits right now. That is actually happening mm-hmm. in the world. It was 111 degrees with the with the uh, air quality being what it was yesterday mm-hmm. on the Fourth of July when everybody is walking about the universe. Mm, I was not. It was 111 degrees. There were five year old kids. Mm walking around in downtown D.C. that I saw with my own two eyes, and it's 111 degrees outside. Yeah. Like it was nothing to them. They're right. kids. Yeah, like, let's, let's, so like, you think about that. And then Scott Pruitt's got a $43,000, like, soundproof booth in, and, his, and, in, his, in and, his office. And he's living on Capitol Hill for, yeah. $50, for $50 a day. A day. And we're boiling in our flesh suits. That's yeah. happening. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, it's funny to talk about a lot of the scandals. Some of the others, um, you know, he was lying about, threats to himself in order to get security um he was trying to figure he he had aides try to figure out how they could how they could finagle a government funded trip to morocco he tried to get a two hundred thousand dollar job for his wife but here's the one that that, that kind of just came out within the last couple of days and actually you know i mean aside from you know all of the ethical lapses let's just say of the pruitt administration this is actually one this is actually one that could be illegal because we have a EPA whistleblower who indicated that there is a sec- that there are secret calendars that they scrub 
meetings that quote look bad. Of course, and that is that a ain't just on the federal level. Well, Oops. but that's a but but no. at the federal level, that's a violation of the federal Open Meetings Act. And I and mean, I mean, that, that's that gets to Hillary and the emails and you know having separate yeah. servers and yeah. all that stuff. Like, I mean, look at the end of the day, this is a guy who who gutted the EPA. Um, he gave free reign to that polluters. That's his job. That's his job. Uh, it's his job. Yeah, <laughs> that is his job. But he, you know, but, but but I think the, the the issue that I have most with him is he's just like a common penny ante grifter. You know, I mean, if I this mean, guy but, if this guy just was hired by Trump. But who are you gonna? Okay, so the but pool, this is the a, pool is real shallow. Right, the pool is really we've we've established the pool is very okay. shallow and it has you been don't well, and it has been peed in a, it a has lot. Been peed I just in. I just want to I just want to point this out. This is something I was thinking about earlier today because I was again I, as I as I tend to do I was watching YouTube this time. Oh. Not as opposed to watching, you know, Hulu or Netflix. Netflix. I was watching YouTube. I was on like Netflix. Kanye and Kim. I was watching YouTube. I was sitting in my bed. That's what I was doing. Yeah. And I was looking at a, uh, was looking at a, a documentary about Newt Gingrich. Oh Lord, my man! Who, by comparison, who had a black to secretary. these people, is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, like and that's crazy to believe, but yeah, it's true. By comparison to these, this level of of Republican, like you know, just this fuckery that's happening, for lack of a better term. A guy like Newt Gingrich, literally Abraham Lincoln-esque in his level of, you know, political know-how and his ability to, like, you know, just excel at his job. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, but like, let's think about it. Like, He was forced out as speaker because, like, he fucked up. Right, but initially, and, and when he yeah. initially had the job. And no, he engineered the 94 uh, Republican takeover mm -hmm. um, in Bill Clinton's first midterm. Right. Um but I, I kind of see Newt Gingrich from from a government standpoint as sort of like the patient zero of right wing talk radio governing our country. You know, I mean, sort of like the norms began to be broken right there. It was sort of patient zero for what our politics has become and has continued to deteriorate, really. Like people always talk about, OK, oh, politics, politics is so awful in the Trump era. The Republicans are so awful. And I'm like, did you forget how they were during when Obama was president? And then during when Obama was president, they're like, oh my God, these Republicans—they're so racist, they're so crazy, they're so crazy. They're like, but they, they've they, always they, been they've this always way. Been like that. Well, no, they weren't always this way. They were not always this way because they well, weren't. They weren't. I mean, pretty much when Bill Clinton got elected, all of a sudden I think that that just drove the right wing in this country crazy. And I think you also saw, coincident with, with Bill Clinton being elected, you saw um, the rise of right wing media which I think has had a particularly corrosive effect on the Republican Party because yeah, it was and, hidden and it's and its inability and its inability to govern. I mean, this is actually a good segue to get into the 2018. Yeah. Uh, it's actually midterms. a perfect it's actually a perfect segue. You know, cuz we cuz because, you know, the, the 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 subtext of any discussion of major national elections is Democrat v Republican and right now that's a one-sided that's a one-sided ass-kicking, right? Yeah. Is 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 what it, it looks is, like. but it isn't. But I, I mean, okay. So like thing, things that people should be should be embarrassed to know about me. I watch <laughs> Alex Jones like at least three times a week. What's embarrassing about wow. that? That's a, no, that because is, that is embarrassing. Alex Jones because <laughs> because Alex Jones has found a way to be more banal than Rush Limbaugh could have ever been. Wow. You like Alex Jones because you like wrestling. He is yes. he is he is he is he is a a a political pundit as wrestler. Yes. He there's something about, and there's something about him he that he has like a wrestler voice. Yeah, exactly, right. So <laughs> I just I mean, I feel like we're at a place right now where the Republican Party is run by charlatans, like literal charlatans, like literal, not a, literal charlatans. Like not non-politicians. And yeah. here's the thing. The non-politician was the person elected by the great majority of the Republican Party. Yeah. So we've officially reached this point where we have not found a middle ground, but instead we have two very separate camps who are now just attempting to scramble around. And this is the crazy part, because this is my thought about 2018, leading into 2020. They are scrambling around trying to get poor people <laughs> to vote for policy Jesus. issues that are directly related to them. Mm -hmm. So... Drug addiction, yes. Poverty, mm -hmm. welfare, mm -hmm. job creation, and not like high-level job creation, but like low-level job creation. Yeah. Just get me in at a basic level doing basic work. Right, and that's and that's where we're headed. And it's frightening to think about a midterm election 
that's literally based around like you know just like prostituting the votes of poor Americans. The thing about it is, who is really talking about the midterm election? We're talking about it. The news is no, touching on it. I'll put it like this: the problem with the Democrats is that the Democrats are a le- are a level or two in in. In perception, I'm sick of the DNC. Above, above the people that they need to actually grab, mm-hmm. like if you're like Kamala Harris, right? She's gonna mm-hmm. get a big. She's gonna be literally touring the country. She's gonna be touring the country more than like Janet Jackson. Yeah. In in the the midterm election season, she has to go out, and she's positioned as this very intelligent, bright, you know, like you know, upper class level of, of, a, you know, of presentation mm-hmm. woman who's going to be going into the hood. So she's going to have a, a meeting at the Ark on Mississippi Avenue. Oh, of course. I'd and, like to see it. And that's going to be awkward. I'd like to see it. It's going to be <laughs> awkward. Because that, that's, uh, that, oh that's where I am right now. Like, all the power to you and, and, and everything there. But, like, I don't – how are you going to get into the hearts of the people? People are not voting. And we clearly see that right. by the numbers from the this primary. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me the midterm election, if you don't care about your own primary, right. how are you going to care about a midterm election? Most people don't even realize it is a midterm election. Right. Because they have desensitized themselves saying, I'm so tired of turning on the news and hearing about Trump, they turn it off. Right. Yeah. And there's, this is definitely to And you're going to tell me she's going to come to D.C. or she's going to go to Maryland or she, she's not going to be at Eddie Leonard's ordering a steak and cheese. I mean, she has to. She better. It's going to be fascinating to watch yeah. because this, the problem with the DNC is Th- that there's, we, there's many and we may not have enough No, I know, time. but I think that the biggest <laughs> one is that there was a value placed on education and perception more so than human touch. The DNC lost me in 2008 after Barack was yeah, voted because, in. Because, because they went was, to sleep. There was, there was no follow-up by, and this, At and all. by the white majority. At all. Y'all have DNC. a good one. Thank you. Thank you for a great election. And they let everybody go back to but Oklahoma I'll, and right. everywhere I'll else. I'll say this. The white majority in the DNC saw Barack as the president. And they, they put all of the onus on him because he's such a charismatic figure mm-hmm. that there's not, a, there's not like a white person they could have thought of or a white politician they could have thought of to pair next to him and say, you know, just, just follow him around. Just stand next to him. It wasn't, it wasn't Uncle Joe. Mm-mm. They needed like another person. Who's that young boy, young boy Kennedy? Um, now, th- well, he would, have been, he would have been the one. You stand him and next and to him. And now he's not. Right, because he didn't stand next to Barack for no. eight years. What? They needed a guy to stand next to him and say, okay, this is the surrogate for after Barack is not the president. The next generation. Right, and they never did that. So what, let, let's... And, there, and, they, and then they, ex post facto, they tried to elect every single black politician they could wrangle up and throw them against the wall and Hold say, they, they look like Barack, they could be Barack, but... They ain't yeah. Barack. They're not Cor- Barack. Right? Cor- Cory Booker is not Barack. Um, I just want to go on record. I, I believe, <laughs> and, I, and I say this as an attorney, this should be a Latin free zone, like ex post facto. Let's just like, let's. <laughs> I'm, just <laughs> I'm, um, over here, I'm over here drinking the rest of my kombucha. I mean, I just, I, I, I'm, I frustrate myself. So we frustrate so nationwide. not let's each other, but we all frustrate ourselves because we all feel a certain type of way in regards to a party that. You know, and since we we either were raised to believe in or we want to believe in, I don't believe in either. I want to believe. I don't believe in either. To to me, the GOP, they're not stepping up saying, look, you're wrong. The DNC is just like, well, we're going to try to find somebody that's Trump-esque and maybe we'll win. All right. Well, let's 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 take off. Let's take off the opinion hat and put off the and put on the analyst hat. What every house seat. And I'm talking about the national elections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every House seat, all 435, are up for grabs. Yes. A third of the Senate is up for grabs, and it looks yes, particularly bad for Democrats. Democrats are definitely playing defense. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we've got to believe it's a 51-49 situation mm-hmm. in the Senate. Um, Dems, I believe, need 24 mm-hmm. seats to win the House. We've probably got... I mean, just based on some of the Democrat performance in special elections in 2017 and, and how much better they did over sort of the 2016 baseline, um, 
you know, I, we've got 25 to 30 to maybe even 40 seats that are, you know, sort of like, you know, Trump plus I'm, 10. I'm, you know, I mean, when, when a Democrat is overperforming his 2016 by 20 points, you know, a, Trump, you, a Trump plus 10 I think district we'll get the is, house. is yeah. potential. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the, 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 the smoking gun, the silver bullet that nobody talks about. Okay, here it goes. It's Melania Trump. Because and you could send her around, tell. and there's and there's silence because I because don't even know where to go with that. You could send Melania around. She hasn't said a word that we can and understand. She can be a housewife. Ugh. She can be a supermodel. She can be a plain spoken American because she barely speaks the language. And I'm being honest. She could be all of those things, and and in certain markets, she's the coolest thing that has ever happened in whatever city she comes to. You might as well put Kim Kardashian up there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, uh, all right, so you think you think Melania is going to go to diners in Iowa? A hundred percent. She's going to have the chicken fried steak. A hundred percent, with a big old smile on her face. <laughs> Jesus. I've never had the steak. Before it's so delicious, it's what so good. They what call what it do you call steak? this? I like your food. I like you people. Donald, uh, my husband, who runs the country, likes you too. No offense to any Slovenians out there. I'm listening. just, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, send this your is, send your hate that's mail. That's where we're going with send, this. Send your Slovenian I mean, what hate ja- mail what to Marcus ja- at One Love. Just saying, that, that's where we're going. <laughs> like, with what this. what jacket is she gonna wear? Know, on I the know. campaign trail. Right. I mean, because I'm still trying to understand the jacket that she wore. She doesn't care. I she really, didn't. I really don't eat. Do you? <laughs> I mean, that's where we're. Go- that's the level of simplicity that the re- because Donald Trump is not a Republican. He is a Republican no. by by party affiliation that for purposes of that getting elected it. only. Yeah. But for this midterm election. And he knows the numbers. Like they, they, he plays the numbers game. Like mm-hmm. he's not trying to play the "I want to win, I want you know the party to succeed" game. Because Fox told him what the numbers were. Exactly right. So he's just playing the numbers game. So he's going to strategically find elections where the Republicans can win. That's what he's already. That's what he's doing. Yeah. And you send out the Melania's of the world. You send out. You can find a, a new king, which you can find. What about Rudy, Ivanka? Rudy, no, Rudy Ju- Giuliani, Ivanka, right? Junior Custer. Ju- uh, Junior was uh, up today. I saw him yeah. talking. Rudy Giuliani. Oh, Rudy is there oh, as well, God. and he yeah. can go into Veterans Administration <laughs> hospitals <laughs> and say, "Listen, Trump. Trump remember nine eleven. Trump has a virtual Adams family that he can send out on the road at any at any given he moment. He probably does That's, have a hand that no, just No, but it's a but it's a it's like a but it's a murderer's row of like of <laughs> dipshits of like Americana <laughs> like of like that's, Americana dipshittery. That's our that's our yeah that's that, th- there's our there's our t- actually, that's our other that's word. the name of our show yeah. <laughs> dipshittery. We're no longer we're no longer DC TVD Americana dipshittery Americana dipshittery. Oh God. Yes. Leave us leave us a positive review on iTunes. Rudy, Ru- I just, <laughs> or I just YouTube. See, I just want to see Rudy in the VA hospital. That's oh not going to be good. Somebody's, somebody's going to take off one of their limbs. Unless, I'm so sorry. Shaking and, hands. I don't want to see Rudy anywhere. Let's get on. <laughs> let's get on record. Let's get on record. Yeah, okay. Democrats need Democrats need 24 seats in the House. Yes. Marcus, how many seats do you think the Democrats win in November? Like 17. Not 17. So not. No. Quite taking no. just short of a majority. No. Okay, Michelle, how many seats do you think they need? 24, 23 or 24 to take the majority? I think we're going to take it. So more than 24. Yeah, I 24 or more. It, it, it's going to be very close. Um, what we have seen um, in the numbers and what we've seen recently, um, there have been some shifts. There, yes, there, there have. There have been, but I... I'm not sure if there's going to be enough shifts, um, but I think that we'll we'll take it. We'll come close, or we'll take it. Yeah, I think I think they're going to take it. I think Democrats are going to probably win 35 to 40 seats in Man. November. I think that there is so so much anti-Trump antipathy out there. I think this yeah. is voters' first opportunity to. Um, Sort of lodge their official complaint you, against the Trump presidency, you. but they you gotta, know, but they gotta come out and do it. You don't want to yeah. see the level of padding at the polls Ooh. that the Republican Party will pull out by finding every single 
welfare roll person in all of these districts who hasn't voted in like four elections. Mm -hmm. They haven't voted since like that time that they tried to like, you know, like vote bill out. <laughs> they haven't voted since. Oh my. They even come together like that. All right. Just, know, I'm just saying, wild. like, that's that's my take on it because. So you say 17 seats. I say you 17. You say what, 25, 26? 23, 24. I'm going to say 35. So they, okay. take, they, take, they take the house. Um, All right. And so one cheap bottle of uh, Sutter Home for the winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> that's our bet. That's our bet. Cheap, <laughs> there bottle, it is. cheap bottle of Sutter, Sutter <laughs> Home. White's in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, and then the Senate. So the Senate right now is fifty-one forty-nine. Oh, what, oh. Marcus? What do you think the Senate will be on in January of twenty nineteen? How many seats are up? Are we at a third? A third of the Senate. So okay, like so uh, thirty-three um, to I'm thirty-five. Say, I'm gonna say we're looking at like like fifty-eight, forty-two. So GOP expands. For GOP? GOP expands their yes. majority. Fifty-eight. But 42. it's not. But it's not okay. I'll say this about this. I was thinking about this earlier. So they'll today. pick up. Do you think? You think? You think GOP is going to pick up seven seats? I totally see them picking up seven All seats. All right. So you think on election but night? On election night, Democrats don't take the House, and yeah. and and they're they're my and become even more of a minority. Okay. I'm saying this is a calamity for the Democrats. No, I'm saying this if only because. It's not going to be a pretty election. No, it's this not. This is going to be like levels of skullduggery mm -hmm. by the Republican Party, the likes of which haven't been seen in American politics since like the 1930s. Yep. This is like... It's going to be ugly. This is like Tammany Hall level like corruption. Especially happening. now that they've discovered they're in a racist. Right. Like it used to be dog whistle. Now they can just boom, 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 yeah. boom. No, um, like, like, literally, like, like, literal posting, they can posting the picture of Cory Booker and saying, "Do you want people like him?" Right. <laughs> in Congress. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. You know, like, because yeah. you could do that now. I mean, it's a le there's a level that will be reached in the midterm election because Poor Corey. Trump and his cronies <laughs> know yeah. that this is the one. That's actually. They that, could have jobs for 25 years. Yeah. That is that is that is a potentially very prescient. Um, Senate pick because so it's twenty it's twenty eighteen. Senate seats are six years each. So yeah. so the people who are up now were the same people who were who were elected in twenty twelve. Twenty twelve election was Barack Obama being reelected right. and you know, he functionally even though even though it was a slightly smaller uh, um, uh, victory in the electoral college for for President Obama, it was still functionally a landslide. It was over 300 right. electoral votes. But it was a every, big and everyone Democratic who got elected turnout. in 2012 was a rubber stamp. Right, 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 right. Right. So there's definitely more Democratic seats on the line in traditional Republican states. P guys like John Tester in Montana, Heidi Heitkamp in North Dakota, I believe, yes. um, uh, Claire McCaskill in Missouri. Missouri? Missouri. 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 I think they actually do say Missouri in <coughs> Missouri, but whatever. Um, there's uh, one more. One, uh, one more. Oh, oh, Joe Manchin in West Virginia. Right. I mean, these are all states that Trump won fairly comfortably. Oh, yeah. Just two years ago. Oh, are, yeah. Are, are pretty deep red states. Um, Missouri supposedly is purpling yeah that's what i was that's what i was hearing but it's it's still pretty right i mean it's yeah. purpling the way virginia is purpling like virginia is a blue state yeah there's a but actually I, it's not but a I'm, state I'm it's just, a commonwealth but i want people to understand and i want people to actively begin to look at and you can you find this data online like it's like readily available data look at the amounts of welfare recipients in some of these battleground states Look at the amount of people who are at or below the poverty line yeah. in these battleground states because these are the people who will determine these elections. Yeah. Yeah. People with college degrees, people with blue collar jobs, people with like, you know, established like, you know, entrepreneurial positions, like, you know, people who like run your general store. These are not the people that are in any way responsible for who's getting elected. Right. It's people right. who are at or below the poverty line. No doubt. No doubt, yeah. And, and I think that the Democrat strategy, um, I mean, Democrats typically have a, you know, every uh, candidate has to be the right candidate for that district. And if that means you're, you're a pro-life Democrat, well, then you're a pro-life Democrat. Right. But I do think that the, the sort of Overton window within the Democratic Party is shifting to the left. Um, I feel like the gravity of the party is pulling it left. 
Um, I think Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is um, a vision of the Democratic Party's future, mm. not yeah. as so much as as sort of like an anomaly of a, like a very liberal district. I think I think that is the future. I think that we have a generation coming up. You know, I mean, I I age myself all the time. I you know, Reagan was president when I grew up. I mean, you know, I sort of grew up in 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 sort of the post golden age of mm -hmm. capitalism. Um, where we began to break down all the regulations, all of the speed bumps on capitalism, and just kind of let it go wild. And so we're sort of like, we're sort of in, uh, I'd like to think that maybe the Trump presidency might be the death throes of the Reagan economic era, and that we have a young generation coming up right now who they, they look around, they say, what has capitalism done for me? There's no jobs for me. You know, when I was growing up in the 80s and 90s, you could... You could skip college, and you could still have a middle-class oh lifestyle. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's literally that, not happening That now. doesn't exist no. anymore. Yeah, I that to ask does Ian, not exist anymore. Ian, as my, my dyed-in-the-wool Democratic friend, as I said last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, question. So do you think that the Democratic Party is big enough to handle a split right down the middle? Well, it depends what you mean by a split. I mean, if... Because if the... What do you mean? What, the, do, what do you mean? The by Elizabeth this? Warren, Hillary Clinton disciple, because mm -hmm. there's still so many of them. Right. Cory Booker being in that, on that side. Mm -hmm. Kamala Harris being on that side. Do you think that they could handle the Alexandria, you know, Ocasio Cortez, Cortez side? I'm gonna let them keep saying her name. Developing, because there's a because there's a socialist piece yeah. that is now evident and prevalent within the Democratic Party. That is diametrically opposed on numerous key issues to, to, democratic establishment. to the democratic establishment. Yeah. Do you think the Democratic Party is big enough and strong enough to handle that? Because that's the real issue. It better be. It better be because that's, that's the future. Like I said, you have a generation, an entire generation coming up that are, have they saw economically, economically are doing worse than generations that came before them, worse than their parents' generation. And I think that they're looking around and they're saying, what has globalism brought me besides cheap electronics? What has capitalism gotten me? You know, I still don't have a job. I, 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 I still have $250,000 in student debt. And I don't have a, you know, I'm, I'm bartending and waitressing. Mm -hmm. And my student loans are still coming due. Um, I can't buy a house. I can't save for retirement. Mm -hmm. I can't go on vacation. Um, I mean, I think that that's... That's like a very that's a very real thing, and and I would love I would love for the Democratic Party to say to be look, we are your party, we're your natural home. If you earn a paycheck every week, if you collect tips at the end of the night and cash out, we're your party. Like I would love for the Democrats. But to do be you that, but I don't. They're they're not that now. Right. But 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 I think that they 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 have to be at some point. They have to be nimble enough, and it probably means getting rid of all the old leadership. Do you think Schumer, they know gone, that they Pelosi. need to be that way, or they are the they just I, yeah, still stuck in their the ways? Cortez, the Cortez election was crazy in the sense that they thought that they had put Bernie in a corner, mm. like they put the old man. Bernie in the corner. Dirty dancing. Right, of course. You're not putting baby in the yeah, corner. So they thought they'd put him in the corner. He's gone. So he's the only, and a lot of Democrats might feel like he's the only socialist that exists yeah. in the entire party. Like, okay, it's him and the, uh, the guy from Maine. Like, Angus King. Yeah, Angus King. There are only two. There's, there's, there's not a whole like underbelly of mm, there's more. young 20-somethings who are in yeah. the Democratic Party who are thinking that socialism is the way. Then all of a sudden, this random woman just pops up. She's not random, by the way. I was onto her. Um, I heard an interview with her on the Intercept podcast probably about a month ago. And I went and found her on Facebook. I liked her page, so I've been following her. That's awesome. And um, yeah, I was but I feel like, But I feel like for so many... She came out of she came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like for a lot of people, she came out of nowhere. That's for sure. For a and lot of so, people, she came out of nowhere. And, and here's my thinking about the the Republicans in response to this because they see this. It's like you you have to be blind now. You, you, like right. even Ray Charles knows that there's like 
a, a clear <laughs> schism in the, the Democratic Party. By the way, blindness is the least of Ray Charles's problems right now. <laughs> So that's what I mean. Like you could, like anybody can tell that there's a clear issue. So my thinking is the Republican Party can now just look at this and go, okay. So you're thinking about who you want to vote for. You could, you know, like like you could tell a poor person, hey, do you want to be a socialist? You don't even know what a socialist right, is. Right. Like you know, big big devil horn pops up out of like, mm-hmm. out of out of the out of the ground. Yeah. As soon as you say it, still. Like we're still in, McCarthyism still isn't dead. They're picking, they're piggybacking off somebody else's Netflix, and they're just watching Luke Cage. They're right. not watching the stuff that we watch. No, of course. Tell so, somebody who's poor what right. a socialist so is. So then, on top of it, and then they say, "Hey," or you could vote for somebody that likes Hillary. <laughs> and every time you and say Nancy Hillary, Pelosi. right? Do they even know who Nancy Pelosi is? No. Yeah. Or, and but they, when you say Hillary, you think. Bill Clinton. Right. And then you say, okay, or you could vote for Donald Trump, mm-hmm. some other, you know, person, may or may not be a, you know, Grammy Award winning rapper, whatever, <laughs> or any great number of people on the Republican slate in 2018 who, by comparison to Hillary, dirty socialists, or people who, uh, who could appear to be ineffectual mm. in the last six years. Or you could just vote for this this brand new slate of people because what I think the Republican Party is going to do is they're going to put the, put a slate of people out there going to be so be, so benign. They're just like liter- like like the Scott Pruitts of the world who if yes. you didn't know if you didn't know was like you know a horrible grifter and a terrible human being who really likes Chick Fil A, you would just be like oh <laughs> this is just a man from Oklahoma. Yeah, look at his smile. A generic benign bland human. Yeah. Very, very well. And they win by default that way. And it's not yeah. it is not a win that's like beautiful and you're like, no. look at all these genius yeah. politicians. You, you just said how I feel. Everything that's gonna happen in November is going to be to me mm-hmm. is literally gonna be by default. I just feel like it's just gonna be, oh, okay, here here's your winner. It's n- we're not gonna see anything that's gonna be like, oh my god, they pulled it out. No, by default. I just I, I don't feel there's any enthusiasm from the GOP, the DNC, the the candidates that are out there the now. G- we do have some favorites. Oh, absolutely. And, and we've talked about them, but I I think everything's literally. But the GO the GOP running the most like milk toast, you know, like by the book, yeah. party platform campaign, hmm. and then the and then the Democrats the Democrats have to figure out in order to get these numbers that you want them to get. Like, I love the fact that you believe that they're going to get 40, like 40 seats in the... the 35. 35 seats in the, in, the, in the House of Representatives. We're going to be drinking Sutter Home. I'm, I'm intrigued <laughs> by this because the only way that they do this is by creating a logical middle ground. If only if shown by a handshake between a socialist and an establishment person. Yeah. And that's all you need. And there's, 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 there's ways to do that that involve, like, you know, giant checks that, like, all, like you know, like... You know, like uh, golf tournament checks. <laughs> big checks. Yeah. Big checks. Right. It's like, hi, I, I just gave, we just gave money to the Socialist Party. <laughs> now we're going to shake hands. Vote Democratic. There needs to be like an Atlanta trap song called Golf Checks. We can work on that. We can do that. We can do that. That's a thing. DJ Mike Phillips, can you, can you give us like a trap beep? I'm, I'm trying to go, uh, <laughs> what was my name? Uh God, I can't even think of his name with all the uh, Trinidad James. Yes, yes. all gold everything. <laughs> all go everything. Go all in my check. Oh my goodness, that's oh my what goodness. I'm trying to go. Golf with. all in my check. I feel like I feel like the Dems. I, I feel like there is some enthusiasm on the Democratic side because Trump is so historically awful. Um, last time that the Democrats did well in a midterm was 2006 when people were just really starting to get pissed off with George W. Bush and the right. Iraq War and everything right. around that presidency. Give and I feel, like, right, right aside. I feel like, I feel like we're, we're, st- we're seeing that same level of yeah. anger. And anger is really kind of yeah. what drives midterm elections. I want to say, half a second on the fact that Donald Trump has instigated a war that doesn't involve anybody having to die. Correct. The trade <laughs> war is brilliant. He's like, we're going to go to war. 
there's a war that absolutely has to happen in, during my presidency because I'm, I'm literally dividing the entire world against itself. I'm a, I'm a wartime president. Right. But he decided that it's going to be a trade war where we're just going to trade stocks and bonds and shake sabers at each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's astounding. Yeah. The, we're in the middle of, like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I, I don't mean to hijack the USA, show. USA, USA, go! We're in the middle of World War Three. <laughs> yes, <laughs> trade war style. It's a trade war, but it's World War Three. The entire world is at stake in this battle, and Brexit is involved. And there's like the the the, the Asian community. The entire Asian community is involved. America is involved. North America is involved. The, the, the Canadians, our neighbors to the north, are directly polar, polar opposite against us. It's astounding to me. Br Brazil is somehow involved in all of this because they're like, you know, facing being a third world country with first world, you know, problems. It's, Oil. Yeah. Oil. It's astounding. Like, I just wanted to bring that up because it, it hit me this morning and I was like, oh my God, it's World War III, but nobody's stopping to say anything because mm. nobody's dying. Mm. There's no like, now, now, no dying, no bombs, no missiles. Well, see, the problem is, we are dying. I mean, we are, but but, but I mean, yeah. that's, but but we're, we're but, gonna, but we're not saying you know, trade is not saying oh because of the trade war and the war that we're in that made that cop over there shoot that boy and no, it's it's astounding. But we're at war. I want people to understand that this is a wartime situation that we're in. But we're but at war I, within them. What I is that stupid article that came out? Was it last week? It had to be last week. Y'all know I'm off by a couple of weeks. It's all good. Um, that that was um, uh, about dating in D.C. Yes. If you, because I know I posted it. Trump um, staffers can't get yes, laid. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, like literally, that's how I'm. I, that's just how yeah, I feel just, about. Yeah, we're it's we're, the we're in, it's the incel White House. Yeah, incel incel <laughs> diet cokes for sale. Well. Let me, but let me let me say this, and we've talked about this, and we're this this may be tangential to the 2018 thing, but 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 your point about it being a world war, you know, trade is actually trade has been a moderating and peacekeeping force in the post World War right. II era. You literally have, not anymore. You have you no, have you have he messed what, it all up. What political scientists call the 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 Bretton Woods. Sort of global order, which right. sort of you know what the, the 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 leaders and economic leaders of all of the you know the the, the major Western uh, economies kind of came together after World War II and sort of set up this global yep. order where the dollar is the is the 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 reserve currency globally for any type of international transactions, which you know keeps the dollar um, uh, from wild fluctuations of currencies that we see in other countries. And it has been a peacekeeping force. This along with the European Union. Um, um, I mean, if you look at Europe over the last thousand years, are, yeah. we, are we in the longest period of non-state war on the we European have, continent have a limit, since, a limit, since 1945? There's 11 months left of that. Before Brexit goes into yeah. effect, yeah, there's like 11 months left. And you know who's behind all of this breakup? It's not Donald Trump. It's Theresa May. And it's Vladimir Putin. Oh well, well Putin, yeah, well, well, obviously his boo. It's Vladimir Putin because Russians have Russians did in Great Britain the same thing that they did here, yeah. which was to try to radicalize um, the sides, uh, to drive up enthusiasm. They got. The UK, a, a like a a pillar of the European continent, one of the you know the most important piece yeah, of yeah. the EU. They're like the Real Madrid or the Barcelona <laughs> of the EU. Of the EU, and they just like they piece it. They're, they're they're piecing out. I mean, obviously they're having yeah, they're I having mean, they're having trouble getting it to fruition uh, because they want they want all of the benefits of of of, of still EU being membership. <laughs> Is this breaking news? But a former coal lobbyist is the new leader of the EPA. Oh yes, that's Andrew, Andrew Wheeler. Andrew Wheeler, yeah, oh, former, of course. Former coal lobbyist and climate change denier. But that's 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 that's, that's why I couldn't get excited. <laughs> I couldn't get I couldn't get too excited about Scott Pruitt uh, stepping down because I uh, in 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 our in our Trump world here, it's 
okay, so this awful person is gone, but now some other awful person no, okay. is going to step, so, or step so right I want, in. I want people to understand that everything from 2018 to 2020 is going to be like, there's a, there's a gif of the ultimate warrior screaming into uh, a, uh, a, a camera. That is what I think <laughs> of like America post the midterm election. Yeah. Just this, this wild-haired man with face paint looks like he's like coked out of his mind right. just screaming into a, a, a camera like yes. and his, I can't understand what is happening his right name, now his name is Alex Jones I'm afraid <laughs> I'm afraid it's, it's where we're headed I mean it's, it's going to oh, be fascinating man. I want to I, I want to see if the, if the Democrats fail to get any sort of you know like mandate through yeah. this this, uh, this, this uh, midterm election they have a calamity. Right. How they bounce back. Because there's ways to bounce back. Because Donald Trump is still the president. So there's still ways to, like, man manipulate people. If they lose in November, if they can't take back at least the House, um, you know, listen, a dead cat will bounce. Mm. <laughs> right. Well, not, no, very, not very high. Not very right. high. That's, that's just, the Democrats. But I'm just saying, like, if they can't, if there's they... still, there's still the, the biggest thing to think about, and people don't think about it enough, is that the President of the United States is, is someone who is functionally unable to do the job. Mm -hmm. Right. We no. have proven this. Uh, we have proven this with a shadow of doubt in 500 days. Right. The man does not know how to do the job. Right. At all. He hasn't been able to do many jobs. Right. So, ideally, the situation is you have to explain to people, and it's possible to do, the historical notion of people who have appeared to not be able to do the job, who have still achieved great things. Mm -hmm. And note that Donald Trump is not these guys. Like, he's not Ronald <laughs> Reagan. No, he's not. He's not Gerald no. Ford. Hey, I like President Ford. You know, like he's not any of these people that, you know, people look at and go, that guy had no idea what he was doing. By comparison, this guy is like literally like a step below. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you show people that and then you stand somebody up and say, this person meets all of these requirements and also has a human touch. You can, you can functionally save the party. I mean, ultimately, you're looking for another savior. I don't know who that person is, but they need right. to be finding this person. Right. They should have found him already. Right. We're a little late. Yeah, so but, that, but, they, but, they, but that, that's the only recourse for 2020. So, Michelle, I don't think we got your, your prediction on the Senate. It currently sits at 51-49. We've got about 33 to 35 seats up. Most of them, like I said, they were people who were elected in 2012 when the Democrats had a big year. Barack Obama was reelected. So you've got a lot of red state Democrats who are on the ballot this year. Uh, it's 51-49. What do you think it's going to be in January of 2019? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to stick with we're going to take the house. <laughs> yeah, all right. I, I just Barely. don't. If we do, congratulations. It would P take a please, huge. Please do something with it. It would take that, a huge that, that's wave. My, that's my problem. We, we'll get it just like we did in 2008. We got it, yeah. and then we lost it. Yeah. No. I, 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 you know, yeah. I, I, I. If it's split, it's split. Yeah. If, if I, I, I suspect it's probably going to be like fifty-three. I wish I could. I, I wish I had a, a little bit more commentary on that. But I, like I said earlier, I'm just not in a place that I that I believe. Yeah. That we can stand up and and do it. Yeah, I, I think see it. I, I think that it. a lot of the the Republicans that are out there that are you know that are that have stepped up and said, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to run again, the new folks. I just think that people are still going with Donald Trump is a great president. He, what he has done in his past was before he was president, and that was personal. He knows how to run a business. He's running our country. And I think people are still going to go with that. And yeah. they're going to, they're, they're diehard GOPs. This is, this is my party. This is who I'm voting for. And, you know, we, we don't, we don't know what the Democrats are going to do. So when do, when do you find Barack, and when do you ask him to put well, Barack to, to is throw his weight behind? They've asked him. I mean, he's not going to do it. But he, let me. But let me. But let me. 
I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no uh, Barack was great at getting Barack Obama elected. Correct. Of course he was. He was not so great with getting at getting anybody else elected. Right. He couldn't get Hillary elected. He couldn't. He lost. Democrats lost seats in each of his midterms. Right. He won a landslide in t- 2008. He won another but landslide. Who else? In because because we, because Barack people Obama were focused very, on Barack. Who else right. is going to do the part? Do the work for the party? You know what? McCain may have to cross lines. I mean, that's it, it's this is this is getting to like in this is getting to like NBA free agency levels. Of understanding who McCain. is going to like, I mean, McCain is convalescing. I mean, he's come not, over McCain's to the. He's not doing. Any, he's not doing Democratic anything. Party. But I mean, we literally we're going to have to have some people that are going to come across the no. lines. So my question with with all of this are the the GOPs that are stepping down, the Paul Ryan's of the world, and and everybody else. Are they going to back? Paul's a guy. Paul's a guy who could get the jump. I think. It's in him. I think. I've always seen a little twinkle Paul in Ryan? him. Yeah. I've seen a twinkle in his eye. Switch parties? I don't think he'll switch. I think I I think I think that he will come out and be a different Paul Ryan, but the Paul Ryan that we always kind of looked at and was like, you know what? I think he really does like us. No, you because you're going to. He's not as hardcore as we think. Because the okay, I've never thought that about Paul Ryan. You're you're going to need like you're going to need a level of like I said, it's like NBA free agency. Like you're going to need to find somebody. Who's willing to take we need that bo- leap? We need a boogie. Yeah, who's willing to take the leap and say, okay. What we don't need is a Dwight Howard. No. Jesus. Gosh, no. Never that. <laughs> How about them Celtics? Never right. that. Never right. that. We're, 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 we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up, and we're going to talk some hoops. Yeah. Because LeBron James in L.A. Wow. Boston has got to be looking around right now Mm-mm. saying, Mm-mm. it looks. We ain't looking around. It looks. It looks. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Pretty, pretty clear. Pretty nice. We, pretty nice. We here. know because as long as y'all got wall, baby, we know. <laughs> I mean, the 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 funny thing is like not the wizards not Dwight. <laughs> Walt, Walt, Walt's not the problem. So, Walt's so not I, the problem. I'll point this out. I'll point. I'll point this out on Facebook, and I'll point it out again to everybody who's listening to this podcast. People have to understand the amount of money it costs to have a team that plays deep and far into the playoffs is significant. Mm-hmm. There are very few teams in the modern NBA with, you know, like with, with, with broadcast rights being what they are and with half-fill arenas being what they are mm-hmm. and with the NBA being unable to, like, do anything during the regular season who are able to, like, actually... who are able to actually function and sign players who are able to succeed mm-hmm. at that level like the, where the, uh, the, the Lakers are now. But we still think Golden State. Team, team Golden beat State's out, taking team it. Team beat out of the West. He's taking yeah. it. Boston. We're probably going to get a Golden State-Boston. And I'm here finals. for all of that. So, yeah. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle is here for your, your Boston Celtics. Yeah, because well, I'm guys. not here for the Washington Chicken Gizzards. Oh, <clears throat> wow. Oh, boy. I'm here for the Bullets. If we change our name, I'm here for the bullets. I'm here for the bullets, and maybe next week we can talk about C Web and uh, oh, some yeah. Fab Five. That's 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 your heart. That's at your heart. I posted that. He thought I was being mean when I posted that's it. My heart. Uh, that I posted that video heart. about Jalen Rose. <laughs> he was uh, like Michelle. I was like this. What? We'll talk. <laughs> we'll get we'll we'll get into this next week. I got a lot of thoughts, but that is DC TBD yes. for this week. Thank it was you, a pleasure, Marcus. Yeah. Absolutely, Michelle. Hey. DJ Mike, hey thank man. you guys. Thank you. Americana Dipshittery, another week. Americana yes. Dipshittery, that's the name of our our new show. <laughs> Tune in. Tune in next week. <laughs> we love y'all. Yeah, good night. Peace.